Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter, and it is a fresh week. It's a Monday, which means our dear friend Garrett Vogel joins us. Hey, Mr. Vogel, are you there? Hello, Rob Shooter. <laughs> are you done chasing the royals or the, the would-be royals we, around We can't town? use are that word. Did you put them on a jet? Did you put them on a JetBlue flight back to L.A.? Uh, I mean. We can't use the word chasing. It triggers them. We have to be very, very careful with the royals. I've been doing a lot of talking about them. I've been on all the shows. It's fun to go to those TV shows. Do you know what's really fun? Being on TV is a lot of fun. What's really fun is getting there early and sitting in the green room and bumping into people. Hello, Chris Cuomo. And bumping into like these (laughs) foreign leaders and experts in the world. Because the green rooms, particularly at news shows like the CNNs, the News Nations, the MSNBCs, in the green room, it's full of like really smart people and they like to talk about the royals. Because they're there to talk (laughs) about inflation or really important things. But but even so, I mean, if if you've listened to Rob Shooter and as you've taught many of us, including myself, is 
uh, something like that is the equivalent of an elevator. You sit there <laughs> yes, and you just listen, yes, and you people watch, yes. and 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 you absorb, yes. and and and, yes. and then you become an exclusive source <laughs> for for things per se. Oh, I get many a source. I sign up in that green room. I've got to say though, too, uh, the producers told me afterwards that they all wanted to talk to me because they wanted to talk about the royals. So all the smarty pants, all they cared Imagine about. Imagine if you had a Brooklyn accent. Would you have <laughs> no, the same success? No, you do? no, no, yeah, you know, you no, got no, no. Going for and I've got to say. The Barry Manilow card helps. If you don't know, my husband does write the songs that make the whole world sing with Barry Manilow. That does help. People love Barry. So thank you, everybody, for being so nice to me in these green rooms. We've got a big royal story at the top of the show. But before we get into the show, I just want to say a little prayer for my friend, Wendy Williams. I'm hearing really bad things. Her friends are really concerned. Wendy's rep has denied that she was hospitalized last weekend. However, people I'm talking to are really, really, really worried about her. So when the news broke that she had been hospitalised, I called her. I have a number. I called her. And this is what made me really scared. It went straight to voicemail. So normally when you call Wendy, it rings and rings and rings, and you can just imagine her like running around her apartment trying to find it under under one of her leopard skin pillows (laughs) or under her Gucci shoes or under a wig. And so it was really strange that it went straight to voicemail. And she normally answers, and if she doesn't answer, it rings and rings and rings, you leave a message and she calls you back. She didn't call me back. So there's a couple of things here that makes me really concerned. What does it mean when or, your phone goes straight to voicemail? No rings. I mean, straight. many of things. You might not you might not have service um, or your phone is dead mm. um, per se or you just, you literally just turned it, it off. on, do not disturb. Right, right. You know, there, there, there's, there's many of ways and of course, you know, just as normal human beings, we, we automatically jump to yeah. the worst like, scenario. Oh no, you know? oh no. But but I wanted to say you you were planning on meeting up with her. I was, over, uh, right? Yeah, I was. She had this gig that she was going to go and do out of town. She was getting paid to go and speak somewhere, and she cancelled that because she was sick. And then there was a report that she had actually been hospitalised. She's out of hospital now, I'm told. But I, I love her, and she's been so kind to me. And we talk, and I think we talk a lot more than people actually even think we do. Often, when I'm going for my walk each day, my phone will ring, and there's Wendy. Like, is that why you hang up on me? <laughs> Yeah, I've got to go. No, you're as much fun. You're as much fun. But when you don't hear back from somebody and then you hear the news, you've got to send a prayer. I, I, I reached out to a few of her friends and she doesn't have many friends. She's quite a lonely person, if the truth be told. And I think that's one of the reasons that she calls me as much as she does. And so I do know a few other people she talks to. And we all spoke this weekend and we're all really worried. You know, it's funny because once because I knew you told me uh, a Thursday or Friday that, hey, this is what I'm doing this weekend. And uh, as soon as I saw the story, I was like, oh, wow, were you with her? Uh, Possibly. And then I turned on CNN. But nope, there there you are. That's how I checked in on you, Roger. Although I do know, Wendy, had you called, if you're listening to Lower, 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 I know she listens to the podcast. If you had called, I I would have been there. I want her to know that she does have one friend out there. I'm happy to be your friend. Okay, okay. let's jump into the show. What time is it, my friends? Yes. It's tea time. Oh, it's tea this is time. a big story at the top of the show. So Harry and Meghan are being accused of being too cheap to pay for a hotel in New York City. And that's what led to all this trace drama just a few days ago. So the couple allegedly demanded that the Carlisle Hotel, it's where Princess Diana used to stay, Tom Cruise right. stays there. It's a really fancy hotel. Give them a discounted room for their New York trip. Now, Page Six are reporting that they have 
they have sources in law enforcement who said the bosses at the Carlisle basically refused a hefty discount and that is the reason that the couple stayed instead at their friend's house on the Upper East Side and that ultimately is what led to all this stuff with the paparazzi. What happened here, I I hit the phones because the story didn't make sense. Why were they driving around Manhattan for, they alleged, two hours? Obviously, it was a little less than that. Why did they go to the police station? Why didn't they just get in their car and drive to their hotel or to their friend's apartment where they were staying in Manhattan? We live in high-rises. You can't ring the doorbell. You get through the, the lobby. So literally, they get pictures of you getting out of a car and walking into a lobby. What's the big deal? Well, the big deal is... This is a secret place. They don't want anybody to know that they're staying there. It's not theirs. It's a friend's. They were protecting their friend's privacy. Had they stayed at a hotel, none of this would have happened. They would have just drove to the Carlisle or maybe even the Mandarin Oriental, which has garages under the building. So you can literally drive in and get in an elevator. must be nice to be rich. Can you imagine? But they are rich, (laughs) though. I mean, he is a prince and they did earn, was it $100 million from Netflix? Well, yeah, but Rob Shooter, I get it, too. Like every... like. I know you deny it, but to a degree, you have a form of, of fame to you. You know what I mean? Like, where where you go out. Imagine, like, we couldn't wrap our heads around imagine. how popular they, they are. I couldn't you imagine. You know what I mean? And, and they are, they're about my age. They're around 38 years old. To be, to be somewhat normal for a small inkling of time, whether it be staying at a friend's house versus staying at, mm. you know, the same hotel ever. I get it. Like, I I understand it. And I know that, yes, it, it put New York City into a, a tizzy right. for a couple of days right. and it made, you know, everybody all pissed yeah. off and how they're like, the conspiracy theory in, in me sees two things about this. One, that it really wasn't from them per se. You know what I mean? Like you, at this point, and you know, you're a public, you, you're a formal publicist. Why wouldn't they put out a statement saying here is the correct thing mm-hmm. that w- w- was said? And then the one thing that kind of has been bothering me over the weekend about it is the photographers. Mm. So if they ask for the photos, like, right? So it was the front page of at least the New York News for two or three days. The photographers saying that, oh, we have the photos and videos. We're not handing it over. We're in 2023, people. You save the photos on your computer. You hand them over. You let them rest their case, and that's it. Because if the, yeah, no, you know I, what I, mean? I hear what you're saying. The photographers did have a really witty and sharp comeback. They they said in England you might be a king and you can demand us to hand the property to the king, but in America that doesn't work like that. So they have to be a little careful here. You're right. Had they issued a statement saying it wasn't near catastrophic, but it was chaotic. It was very triggering. Right. It was very upsetting. They could have Maybe dampened the down accent. the accent. <laughs> They could have done for chaotic, but they heard catastrophic. Catastrophic! You know? Oh my goodness! Everybody in New York melted down. We thought this was Princess Diana Part Two, which thankfully it was not. Nowhere even near that. But this is interesting about hotels. You mentioned I have a little bit of celebrity. I have nothing like these two, but I of put course, myself you know into I mean. safe positions. Like I don't Correct. go places that I know are not going to be comfortable for for me. I'm not famous, by the way, but occasionally someone might recognise me. If I had been these two. I would have stayed at a really lovely five-star hotel who have security, who have underground garages. If they can get Tom Cruise in and out of the Carlisle, if they can get Princess Diana in and out of the Carlisle, they could have got Harry and Meghan. So if you're listening, you two, hello, 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 just set yourself up. And I do get it. And this is what's so interesting about really rich and famous people. 
Everybody has a budget. It doesn't matter how famous right. you are, how rich you are. This hotel it costs about six, seven thousand dollars dollars a night. It's it's not two hundred bucks, and that's a lot of money too. Let me tell you. And so they do make compromises. Never compromise your safety. It's just not worth it. And I think friends too. This is what my sources are telling me. It's so interesting. It's like problems we would have. Friends are sort right. of like getting sick of them staying on the sofa. They're not staying on the sofa. They're staying in a little. But you know, it's almost like. When I go to London, I love if I love staying at my parents' house, my friends' house, because it saves me a fortune. It's really expensive to get a hotel in London, but of course. but if the room's not available at my friend Jörg's house, if the room's not available for some reason at my sister's house, I'm prepared to get a hotel. Well, yes, and and I think they are too. But like I said, I think every so often they specifically. They, and yes, well, the arguing can be made. They're royals. They're they're in the limelight. Every so often, they want to be normal, and I get they they aren't normal, but they want to at least feel like they're normal. Mm. Oh, so you're saying it's not a cheap thing? They wanted to have a regular apartment. I want to feel. I want to give me a rose. No, we are not. We are not in the suite. We are not in that suite. <laughs> okay. And we put a pillow down the middle. No, of the we kiss. We kiss. We you give me roses. No, we put a pillow, you give me roses. You'll be able to resist me. No okay. This show's going line. off the rails. We want to know what you think about all this because that's what really matters on the Naughty But Nice yes. Show. Harry and Meghan are said to be too cheap to pay for a hotel, and that led to all this drama in New York City. Would you let them sleep on your sofa? So if Harry and Meghan were coming to your town and they couldn't afford a hotel, they didn't want to spend all that money on a hotel would you let them sleep on your sofa that could be fun for one night not for two i think you know house guests you know two nights three nights you're pushing your luck you gotta you gotta at least consider a weekend you can't do one night but if you stay a week that's pushing your luck go vote on our twitter page at naughty nice rob our facebook page is naughty gossip and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results hey garrett what are you working on? Well, speaking about being cheap, <laughs> uh, the, the opposite of yes. that. So over the weekend, you might have seen the story that uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z bought a $200 million what? mansion out in Los Angeles uh, on the Pacific Coast in California. Uh, so oh. fans, of course, were like, well, uh, just because you have that money doesn't mean you need to spend it, of course. Uh, that is the most, the second most expensive home purchase in American history, the top being, of course, right here in our beloved New York City at a $238 million uh, home. At that point, $38 million feels like pocket change. Uh, <laughs> you know you know what I mean? Like, uh, So, I mean, it's very nice, of course. Uh, I mean, you can't argue it, but it also looks like it looks like, like a Google campus <laughs> like or what Apple like works on. You know what it's I mean? It's very sterile. And, and it well. It's very sterile. You know, it's it's weird. Uh, though not everyone's a cup of tea. I mean, to each their own, as they say. Uh, there's there's over seven thousand cubic yards wow. of concrete. Conc- that is so much concrete, Rob Shooter. <laughs> That's where all the money went to. It's actually a very small, cheap house, but all, all the expensive concrete. But here, here here's the thing. Uh, you know, and I know fans are like, oh, two hundred million. That could go to whatever. Yeah. They earned they did it. Earn it. You know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, it's their it's money. Their Who money. are we? Yeah, it's their Who money. We? You know what? I think we're, everybody's a little bit jealous, and rightfully yes. so, because I think we all wish yes. uh, we could have and afford a $200 million I, I don't know if I'd ever uh, want a house that big. It's huge. I like little houses. I get scared very easily. I like to be able to see all the doors. Remember <laughs> what we just said about guests? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know, having a $200 million We could have a guest. Home. You could have, yeah. Oh, we, we could have many We wouldn't guests, even know they were there. We wouldn't, we wouldn't find <laughs> them for months. <laughs> it's magnificent. I think part of this, too, is very 
very rarely ever do you think of a, anything being worth 200 million. So it's lovely to look at right. the photographs and be like, oh, what you get for your money? Like, I hope they don't have to fix it up. Like, for 200 million, you just bring a toothbrush. Like, you move in. Oh, of course. Um, uh, like, remember, like, when you were little and you were like, wow. <laughs> If I can make a hundred thousand dollars, I would be. I would be like that's like close to a millionaire, mm-hmm. you know, like two hundred million. I, that is I still so feel much like that money. a little bit. I do. I'm really naive with money. When I see like a twenty dollar bill in my wallet, I'm like, oh wow. I'm like, but it, but it's so funny. I can get a Starbucks. Points, like, <laughs> right, exactly. But it, but at certain points, when you see when you when you pay for something, let, let's just say a car, like a car is like you know fifteen thousand dollars. But then it's like, well, for an extra two thousand dollars, we can put some. Some nice right, seating, right, you, like yes. leather seat. Well, it's like at this point, yeah. two thousand dollars, and for them, two hundred million dollars is like okay. Yeah, you, you know what? Let, let's just throw an extra four million dollars into Im- into putting grass. It's absolutely amazing. Okay, I love this story. Before we go to break. Oprah Winfrey, do you ever wonder what she said off camera after giving out all those cars? Well, now we know exactly what she said, because Candy Davis, who is a 48-year-old TikToker, was in the audience in November 2010 when Oprah gave everybody a Volkswagen Beetle. Do you remember that? And now Davis is telling all about what happened. So she said the taping actually took two and a half hours. It's not live to tape, so it's not the hour show, the 50-minute show you see two and a half hours and the audience members were really emotional and some even felt undeserving of this amazing gift and one by one they met with the lawyers to iron out legal issues so when Oprah initially gave cars out in 2004 all those people had to pay the taxes and that got a lot of bad press so Oprah said if I'm going to do it again I want to make sure all the taxes are paid so Oprah even had lawyers there to make sure this was all done beautifully but that took a little time and these this sentiment of not being worthy of being undeserving it it got back to Oprah and so she kicked off her gold heels and she sat on the edge of the stage no cameras and she said to the audience listen I know you don't feel you deserve any of this stuff and you don't none of you deserve this but you are worthy of it. And I want you to remember that. Now, the TikToker is claiming this is not a dig. This is not a backhanded compliment. This is a well-intentioned person delivering a monologue. Well, you know, and I think I think in that, I know how some of those TV personalities are. Once the cameras go off, you know, they, it's more like sarcastic, you know, joking around with the audience. You know, I could see Oprah going, you know, none of you are worth any of it. You know what I mean? Like, well, worthy, she says they're worth it, but they don't deserve of it and that's so well, interesting yeah, no, you, you, you know i grew up around regis philbin and regis would do it a mm. lot where he would start you know not making fun like kind of having poking fun at people in the audience right. you know yes. if they're like hey you know you can't put a smile right, on your right, face right. i mean i'm regis right, you know right, right. like it, it, so i could see oprah doing that where it's just like everybody's shocked and he goes just to let everybody <laughs> right, know i can see you know it. none of it. you deserve any of she this, didn't mean you know? any disrespect for it though hey we're going to take a yeah. quick break and we will be right back Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Shooter, my dear friend Garrett. Hey, Garrett, let's get to the polls. Last show, we talked about nobody from the royal family reached out to Harry and Meghan after the paparazzi car incident. Should his dad and his brother have picked up the phone? Let's have a look. 70% said yes. I think I agree. At least a text. This could have been an opportunity to heal. Don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob. Our Facebook page is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results now. 
It's time for our noisiest of the day. Yes. Well, we are getting back to signs of somewhat normalcy in our world. You know, uh, the movies are making a ton of money. I, I think I read a story like if the movies gross four billion dollars uh, within the next two weeks, like it, overall, it's almost. Back to pre-pandemic ways. And same thing with concerts. Beyonce and Taylor Swift are about to become the highest grossing tour. Ready for this? Not of this year, of all time. Uh, so Beyonce obviously has her Renaissance tour that is uh, is coming to America very soon. And Taylor Swift just swi- uh, pretty much swiping across the entire uh, uh, coast from east to west wow. here in the U.S. Uh, and uh, about to break the $1 billion mark uh, 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 ever. I mean, right now, Sir Elton John has that uh, with his Yellow Brick yeah. Road farewell tour that's been going on for about 14 years. <laughs> it feels like, uh, and and that has over eight hundred and seventeen million dollars, according to Billboard. I mean, you, and and T- Taylor's coming to town this weekend, you know, in here in New Jersey, and uh, you know, it, it, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Pretty much the, the the every city she's turned to. This is how big you know you are when the city itself turns its name into something related to your music. And it's not like, oh, it's Taylor Town. No, they find a lyric in her song and they t- and they change it over. And every city has done what that. What has New so York far. done? So, uh, well, it, it was, so here, here's the, the debate of it. It's not really New York. It's, it's New of Jersey. Of course, it's Jersey, yeah. So, so, so the city of Secaucus, yep. which isn't a sexy name within mm. itself, is probably in charge of changing... Its name for Taylor since the the concert will Closest be held to in I can't Sebastian. wait. Yeah. I can't wait. Let's do our naughtiest of the day. Naughty, naughty, Uh-oh. naughty. Caroline Manzo from the Housewives of New Jersey said Barbara Walters offended her backstage at The View. Oh. So she was backstage at The View and before the show, the hosts normally go to the guest's dressing room, say hello, right. what do you want to talk about? It's really excited that you're here, lots of energy. And so she heard Barbara walking down the hallway and she was like, oh my God, Barbara's coming, Barbara's coming, I'm going to meet Barbara next. And then Barbara didn't want to meet Caroline. Caroline Manso and Caroline said she realizes it was because of how lowbrow reality TV was considered at the time. But her perspective changed about Barbara when she found that the other guest on the day show was a woman who wrote a book about being a professional mistress. And she was like, oh, so Barbara will meet the quote, professional mistress, but not the real housewives. People still look down their nose at those reality show. We're running out of time, so let's end quickly with a moment of rub. You get a rub, you get a rub, you get a rub, you get a rub. Friendship is telling somebody to go to hell and then worrying that they get there safely. You can tell your friends off. You can get grumpy with your friends. But even in those moments, you still love them. So friendship is telling your friends to go to hell and worrying that they get there safely. Adorable. That is it for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Naughty But Nice with Robin Garrett show, a production of iHeartRadio. Don't forget to subscribe. But thank you, darling, on the iHeart app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. (laughs) Stop it. (laughs) Leave us a review if you can. And remember, Garrett, to remember all together now if you're going to be naughty you gotta be nice take care everybody it's naughty but nice with Rob I'm Katia Adler host of The Global Story over the last 25 years I've covered conflicts in the Middle East political and economic crises in Europe drug cartels in Mexico 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender.